Episode 200. Yeah. Serious Rap Shit Podcast. I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. What's going on, Josh? Nothing, man. Sitting here celebrating 200, man. Five, you know, we 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 were technically off for our five-year anniversary. Um, yeah, yeah. And I figured we'd, like, wait to, like, really celebrate now and, two, you know, episode 200 and a five-year anniversary. Like, actually probably would have fell right around the time. That would have been our uh, our it anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would have been yeah. right around that time. Two hundred episodes, yo. I I had no idea when you <laughs> when you pitched this idea to me, like, yo, we should do a podcast and you know do it every week and just talk. Um, I had no idea we would do two hundred of these things. Yeah, it's crazy, man. And we've been through sicknesses and surgeries and it's almost died yeah yeah fucking uh pandemics um three presidents technically because obama was still in office when we started the podcast that's absolutely (laughs) insane three fucking presidents dog i you know i haven't done 200 things consistently i haven't said 200 kind words to niggas in life yeah, it's crazy. Two hundred consistent things. It's 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 a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, man. Yeah, this is probably my longest running relationship ever. <laughs> um, it's crazy. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Yeah, I mean, I and I and you know, I the and the thing is, like, I still look forward to it every week. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I still look forward, and, yeah. and like, cause it's still, especially now, because of like COVID and all the stuff that's going on. It is my time to hang out with you for a, you know for the week. Like it's my time to sit. Yeah. We talk, you know. Like for folks who don't know, we, me and you sit for talk for hour, two hours, sometimes even longer before we even record. So before um, we do it, yeah. You know, this is my time to hang out with my friend, and like that was one of the reasons why we fucking started the podcast because it was like, hey, it's an excuse to get together, hang out, and do shit. Because when you get older, like for any of our younger listeners. All that hanging out with your your friends every day and every week shit like that stuff starts to stop after a while. Yeah, you know your, your I mean? homies as you get older, your friends can like evaporate. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not always just you know death or that sort of thing. Sometimes it's just priorities. You know, family people move. Yeah, people grow apart. It's it's crazy. Um, there are people, you know, who were in my life as a younger person who I thought like, oh, man, you know, this person, we're going to be rocking forever. And it's not even on some like, oh, falling out or beef yeah. or anything like that. Sometimes <laughs> shit just you don't know what happened, you know? Yeah, it it doesn't even like you said, it doesn't even have to be a falling out or like oh, there's some issues between us type thing. Sometimes it's just, we're just not cool anymore. Like, it just happened that way. We're just not friends anymore. And, you know, life got in the way. People got busy. And, you know, next thing you know, I had this happen with somebody who I was super close with. Like, you don't text for like a, 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 a month. And then that month becomes two months. And then that month, then that two months becomes six months. And that six months become a year. And then next thing you know, it's two or three years since you've talked to this person. And time flies, man. And like, and this was, and especially this was before like social media was like a real big thing. So like, it wasn't even like I could go online and see them and see what they're doing type thing. Right. And some, you know. I know you got homies uh, that are probably like this. I know I got peoples that like that are like this. Sometimes you got peoples like people you grew up with and shit. They're mm-hmm. not even on yeah, social media. I got people like that. Definitely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I definitely know cats. I'm thinking of a couple people in particular that just they don't fuck with. Like, yeah, they never got on the Facebook wave or like mm-hmm. Instagram or any of that shit. Yeah. So or if they do you, you even come on, to, like, it's like a random 
post every once in a while and then that's it and then you just don't ever yeah. see them and they're not active on that john like yeah. you know like me and you are active on this shit yeah. sometimes you know you gotta just like call people or you know come around the way Absolutely. and see them yeah you know? and, and you know so the ability to be able to like sit and talk with you every week you know and it was something like we wanted to do just for fun like we just wanted to do for fun and you know that this shit has opened up so many doors for us and you know so many avenues for different creative shit i mean we we fucking made a documentary because of this podcast like yeah um you know i saw i, I traveled to the other side of the world for because of this podcast like yeah not so i never thought i would have done man yeah, I'm gonna edit this out, but you know, we make it. Like, off the strength of this podcast, you know? We have so many things um, that, like, listen, man, you know, we and you had some, a few things we were trying to do for a couple of years. We tried to do a couple yeah, different yeah. things. And nothing really like completely jumped off the way we wanted it to be. And then this came along. And I think part of it was because we didn't go into this thinking like, this is going to be our, this is going to be our, uh, yeah. our thing. This is going to be it. This is what's going to pop us off. We didn't look at it and go like, we didn't like to put too much emphasis on it. We just hung out, right. talked about the same shit we would have talked about anyway, made the same jokes we would have made anyway. And then... Yeah. It's very casual. Yes. And people were like, oh, I like this. And right. because of that, like, it's opened up a lot of doors for us. And, like, I couldn't be more grateful, you know, especially for my fucking best friend in the world and, like, be able to do yeah. this with you every week. And, you know what I mean? Um, you know, and the, the crazy part is there's a lot of stuff now that, like, we don't talk to each other about it during the week specifically because we're like, well, we'll talk about that on the podcast. Like, oh, yeah. 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 Shut out on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, we won't, you know, and I think, I think what it does is like it opens up a lot of other air avenues for discussion between us on a regular basis of like different things. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't believe it. I really can't believe, you know, 200 of these five years of doing this and mm -hmm. um, started out on SoundCloud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I, I, dog, I remember dropping the first episode and getting like 15 plays in like the first couple hours. It's hype like, shit. Yeah. Oh, man, 15 people listen to what we had to say. Who the fuck are these 15 people? Yes, dog. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember that, man. I remember that and having that feeling like, oh, man, like, you know, 15 people thought what we had to say was important enough to listen to it. And, yeah. you know, man, like, Humble beginnings, man, and, and, and I'm really grateful and I'm so thankful to you for committing to doing this because I know your schedule is so crazy and, you know, we tried and we were trying to do this for like maybe a year beforehand, but like your schedule right. was just way too insane at that point. Um, yeah, I think when we when you first pitched it to me, I might have been working at the co-op, also working in the evening. Mm hmm. And writing and DJ, DJ. Yeah, your schedule was insane. So I, point. yeah, I had, I was like, yo, I cannot do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, shit, time goes on and like, you know, eventually it's like, oh, I don't have to work at nights anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it shit freed up. So it was like, okay, we can really do what we need to be doing. Yeah. And, and like, this is therapy a lot for me too. Um, yeah. And it, like just in the in the discussions that me and you have off air before we're recording and shit like that is good therapy and just like bouncing ideas off of each other and like you know we we've come up with a lot of stuff and we got s some stuff on the on the burner right now that's I think is going to be really really great and yeah. so much of this has come because of this podcast man like I I honestly don't think a lot of these things we're talking about would exist if we didn't feel like we f we feel like we can be doing this kind of stuff because we do this every week and people enjoy it and mm -hmm. we're seeing you know and, and as we're seeing people who like you know can people who do these type of podcasts advance into other things 
You know what I mean? Right. And right. I think this this is a, a a well for like our creativity and for ideas that then become bigger things. Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's um it's interesting because you know I struggled with this as a younger person. A lot of people struggle with this, like knowing where to start yeah. with, you know, something that, that you want to do. And, you know, the motherfuckers that really do shit are ones who just, this doesn't this sound like stupid. The, <laughs> the motherfuckers who really do shit are the ones that do shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't mean that in a riddle type way. <laughs> I mean, in the most, the most direct kind of way um fear of starting fear of you know looking stupid you know trying to do some shit fear of like you know coming to the the timeline because everybody's online but being like hey y'all you know i'm making t-shirts or whatever and that fear of putting that shit out there is the thing that you have to like get over not to get into fucking motivational speaker realm or whatever but you know although you can hire us to be motivational speakers (laughs) hit us up Uh, in an in another life you know like the also multiverse shit i'm a podcaster in one (laughs) a preacher in another and a fucking motivational scam nigga in another one you know what i'm saying like I I feel that energy, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, between you and me. But you know, just um doing this podcast uh for me has made me um I was I was always a, I was always a doer in like making shit. Like I always rhymed, always like made music and and did stuff, always DJed and all of that shit. But like doing this podcast and doing it um, for as long as we've done it has really uh, helped me tap into consistency Mm -hmm. as a as an energy and as like a part of a practice. You know what I mean? Because like we tried a bunch of shit when we was younger. It's like, yo, we go we go build a studio. Mm -hmm. Yo, we go get a brick. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Just try to we try to do a little bit of a little bit of everything. You know what I'm saying? But like. Doing this has really, if my mom's listening, we did not try to get a break. No. But doing this has really uh, shown me how consistency works. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and what consistency can bring to bear. Yeah, you absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because like... You know, I jokingly say, like, I ain't do 200 things consistently. You know, obviously that's not true, but this uh, has been a great exercise in stick-to-itiveness. Absolutely, As they say. Yeah. Which is is a cool thing. Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, like, I I remember coming to you and talking to you about doing the podcast and being like, hey, we need to, like, if we're going to do it, we need to do it regularly because, like, podcasts that I listen to that are not regular are ones that fall off and fall by the wayside. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's really important. Um, like you said, though, but this is something that's taught me that because like plenty of things, I was like, oh, I'm going to do this regularly and I don't do it regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I really feel like this has allowed me to like really tap into uh, my creativity and really tap into... Um, into an arena of not being so self-conscious about stuff that I do. Yeah. Um, because... Yeah, because now we just do shit. We just... Yes. Oh, we made a movie, y'all. Oh, we making mugs. Oh, we yeah. making t-shirts. Man. There's no... Oh, man. Like, what if someone, like, doesn't... I don't give a fuck if you don't like. Don't like it, don't buy it, or don't check it out. Like, whatever. I don't care. Like, that's not... Like, I'm not at a point where I'm like, oh, man, like, but what if someone sees what I'm doing and they don't like it or they think it's silly or they think it's dumb? Like, it's just not for them. You know what I mean? And that's fine. Like, I I don't care. Or maybe... Even if someone does think it's silly, it's like... I'm trying to live my dreams, man. Like, and, and, you know, I think it's really important that, like, you... And I think what one thing this has really done is it has 
you know, we've had people who like hit us up like, oh man, like I love the I love the podcast and like it's got me some through some dark times and mm-hmm. you know it 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 you know it, it fucking it feels like a piece of home when I'm not home and right right um you know uh, oh it reminds me of my friends and how I talked with my friends and all those kind of things and like that's kind of what we want we want it to feel like a natural conversation to people and we want it to feel like you know uh authentic and that's because that's what it is like we're not putting on any kind of fronts or anything like that and and, you know we want it to feel open to people and for people to be like they're they're not going to come here to be uh um low-key insulted or low-key offended or like um not feel like you know this isn't an exclusive inclusive place where they can be a part of it um you know, I, I, I think like, I really think, man, like this has really been a great thing um, for me, myself. Like I, I can't speak, I don't want to speak for you, but like I can speak for myself and say like, this is something that I feel like has really helped me and been really important to me in um, the last few years. And like, you know, I'm so grateful again for you for doing this all the time and taking care of the whole audio aspect of it. And I, I remember being frustrated early on when you were like, it's just, it doesn't sound right. So we're not releasing this yet with blah, 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 blah. And like yeah, yeah. now I completely appreciate it because, and not now, I mean like not too long after that being listening to what quality sound you put on this to then listen to other people and go like, these people are in the same room and it sounds bad and we're doing yeah. this shit remotely. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Um, but I appreciate that part because like, that's not something I can bring to that, to the table. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I think there's a lot of uh, yin and yang in, I mean, in our friendship alone, but like just in like how we handle things overall, you know what I mean? Yeah. You help it's me. It's a smooth running machine. Yeah. I mean, I'm the, you know, I'm very impatient with things sometimes and I'm very like oh man we gotta do this we gotta do that and you're very much more zen and much more like it, it'll it come relax um, you're way more like a positive outlook when I'm I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm better with my pes- uh, being pessimistic now but like um, I'm a pessimistic person a lot of times I'm trying yeah. to do better with and that pessimism a little pessimism is, is, is yes. healthy, too. Yes, it is. Exactly. You know what I mean? You can't just be, you know... Yeah, it's all sunshine talking, and rainbows. Uh, like, you know yeah. what I mean? You're going to set yourself up for disappointment. <laughs> you can't be Winnie the Pooh yeah. the whole time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you feel me? You got to have, like, a little bit... You got to have a little, a little bit of that edge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 100%. Um, but, like, I think it's a good thing that, like, we balance each other very well and, like, we're able to, like... Um, you know, I, I really believe in it. Like it's a Jay-Z lyric, but I really believe in the idea that, like, you know, if we're if we're each other's crutches, well, no one will fall. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and I, I love the fact that, like, this has been able to allow us to then, like, start opening up our world to working with other friends of ours who are, like, you know, do more stuff like that. And, like, that's been my dream since I was a kid. I always thought it would be a really cool idea to work with my friends. And when me and you were younger, like, that was a goal of ours is to work with it. Like, it's just all work with our friends. And yeah, I think like it's definitely something that we've been able to we're starting to be able to open that door to. And I don't want to like I don't, I don't want to go back at all. I love this. Like it's it's just my favorite thing in the world, man. Yeah, it's it's ill to see um, how much this show speaking to like what you said about what the future holds and like the, the stuff that we you know, that we got like cooking up and shit and, and being able to bring in the homies on that kind of shit. It's 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 cool to see um you know not to get like too sentimental. I'm a, I'm a sentimental person, but like to see like your road ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And and fuck with it, yeah. You know what I mean? Because you could you could see your future and be like, damn, I'm I'm down bad and I'm about <laughs> to be worse, but like to see the road ahead of you and be like oh there's like this you know this this is gonna happen and then we're gonna do that and then we're gonna do that it's yeah it's a beautiful thing and having this show uh as a ground for 
you know, our creativity and like the other work that we want to do. Yeah, this this show has absolutely been that and it's been a foundation. And like you said earlier, we had no expectations for that shit. You know what I mean? We wasn't even thinking about we got hit um, last year. We got hit with a uh, copyright infringement. Because somebody had found one of our old episodes and I used a picture of like Queen Latifah or some shit (laughs) that was like a copyright picture. And we ended up, I don't know exactly how much it was, like a a few grand, you know what I mean? We ended up having to pay for that. Uh, We didn't even have no thought that anyone would have found the episode or you know, that they would be circulating. So it, and yeah, it, was, it was just early on, like so early in the long game. ago. Yeah. They had found an, a, an episode from years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, you know, we didn't have, if I, if it, like, if me and you sh- started another show tomorrow, I would never have made that mistake of using, yes, exactly. you know, somebody else's copywritten shit. We literally thought, yo, you know, we'll throw this up on SoundCloud and like a few of the homies, you know what I mean, will listen to it and laugh and, and you know, find it insightful and, and we'll do it for however long we do it. Yeah. We had no, you know, no thought to doing it. Five, I definitely didn't think we was going to be doing this job, you know, five years no. into the future. No, and I, and I think like, I think that's really it is that we didn't go in with expectations. And because we didn't go in with expectations, we weren't let down because there wasn't, you know, 10,000 listens in the first week. Um, mm-hmm. We went in going like, we're just going to have fun with it. We're going to do this. And, you know, whatever happens with it, happens with it. And because it's really just an excuse to hang out with my best friend for a fucking, you know, a couple hours and sit and talk about shit we would talk about. Like, Really, and like I know we've probably repeated this a bunch of times, but it is the God's honest truth. This is just conversations me and you were going to have, whether in person or in fucking inboxes or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or on a post or some shit like that. It's just those kind of conversations. It just recorded, man. Like, we're just, that's just how we are. It's always, this is always going to be what we were, you know what I mean? Um, Yeah. And I think that's what it is, man. I really do. I think it's just a simple fact that, like, we're genuinely, we're genuine and honest, and we're we didn't do this with any kind of, like, oh, this is gonna lead to a a, a movie, or this is gonna lead to uh fucking TV shows, or this is gonna lead yeah. to yo, we gonna work it. You know what I mean? We gonna work the angle. Nah, yeah, this is nothing like that. Yeah, no, nah, it just really just came out of. Uh, it was born out of the 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 love of the love of the culture. And two guys wanting to hang out with each other and talk shit, like pretty much yeah. it. You know what I mean? But um, yeah. Shout out to everybody who's you know listened, um, supported the show. Everybody who's put like a homie on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I love hearing that. Like, oh, my friend told me yes. about the show. You know what I mean? Shout out to everybody that's been riding with us. We got some folks who literally listened on episode one who are probably listening to this right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like shout out uh, to everybody who's, you know, been supporting us. It's like, you know, gratitude doesn't feel like a, a sufficient word nah. for how I, I feel, you know? Nah, I think, you know, I mean like there's people walking around with the podcast name on their back on a shirt or a hoodie or drinking yeah. out of a mug that we that we made or like I, I man I'll tell you this man I, I'm, a, I'm a person who who just really never thought like I, I really thought at one point in my life like I'd be really happy with like the Doug Heffernan shit from King of Queens where it's like I, I do my delivery route and then I come home every day yeah. and that was just gonna be my life and cash my check drive yeah <laughs> <laughs> like I was I never thought like Anything I said or did had very much consequence at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's not to say like anything I say or do on here has any very much consequence or anything like that. But what I mean by that is to say like, oh, like a a hoodie I designed 
someone is wearing right now or you know a phrase that you said someone has on a t-shirt right now you know what Mm -hmm. i mean because of a podcast that we do and people enjoy and so they went and bought the shirt yeah i really think like for me that's such a very like um it's really humbling it's really really humbling that like anybody would ever consider anything i did of any importance you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and to know that like you know i mean we put out a fucking documentary this year man like yeah. uh, and so much of that is on the heels of this podcast like i mean fucking all of it really is on the heels of this podcast because yeah. without the podcast the the way we made the connection to do that that's led to other stuff man like you know like i i i i wish we could talk about some of the stuff that we're working on now um but again it's just my impatience that wants to do that like but i'm so excited for what's coming up and like what we're working on and like what we have planned for the future and um again like so much of that comes from this and it comes from y'all who've listened and who you know support us and like you know who care like you know who fucking hit us up when there's no new episode and yeah you know <laughs> shout out to the people that text <laughs> you know what i mean like yo what episode at my man steve my brother holmes like shout out yeah shout out to y'all who 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 check in yeah when a new a new episode isn't up in a, a timely manner yeah and i i you know to say that also, like, there's no episode next week. Um, this is the last episode for the year. We'll be back in the new year, but this is the last episode for the year. Uh, we're going to take a week break. Um, but, you know, you can always go to Serious Rap Shit Vivo on YouTube. And there's a ton of shit up there. There's plenty of stuff for people to check out. Like I said, there's whole new, there's whole like bonus episodes essentially up there, like 45 minutes of us talking about producers and shit like that. So like, you know, you can go check that stuff out. Um, In the meantime, um, listen to older episodes. Like like you said, like there's new people listening all the time and not everybody's been listening since day one. So like you can go scan the archives and like find shit to listen to. my per one of my personal favorites is one we did very early on is the conspiracy theory episode. Um, yeah, yeah. And you know, I I just think like I go back and I think about all this shit and how much fun I've had over these years making this shit, man. And like, you know, I want to thank you, bro, like a lot, man. I really want to thank you and um yeah. for helping make this possible. Because absolutely, if, right back at you, you know. You know, listen, man, I'm just really happy and I'm really thankful to everybody. Um, one thing I do want to touch on before we like move on to um, to to um, some Christmas memories, uh, because it's the week of Christmas. It's been a hard year in um, hip hop for like passings and uh, people transition into the next um, to the yeah. next existence. Young and old. Yes. And this last two weeks has been really heavy, man. Um, yeah. uh, obviously, just in the last couple of days, uh, Hub from the Legendary Roots crew passed. Um, yeah. Rest in peace. Yes. Kango Kid passed. Mm-hmm. Um, UTFO. Uh, fucking legendary uh, writer, uh, Greg Tate passed. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I I might edit this out. Um, you know, I had a dream about Greg Tate. Oh, really? Like, I want to say it wasn't seven days uh, before he passed. I never met him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, I had a dream. Uh, we were at an event and Liz was like going to do something and I was going to like, she needed me. She needed me to come over to where she was uh, after we had like gotten to this event and was kind of like mixing with people. And Greg Tate was sitting on this, uh, like a platform above us, but like to above us to the point where like I could reach up and like, you you know, dap you. Yeah, yeah. It, but, he, but he was like sitting on this like ledge thing and he was like, yo, let me holler at you, yo. It's some shit you wrote. 
I gotta talk to you. And I was like, all right, my lady need me. I'm gonna be right back. And I went to go get Liz. And as I was walking back to talk with Greg Tate, I woke up. Word. And then I thought, I want to say that was like five days, maybe before he passed away. I was like, why the fuck is Greg Tate about to like chew me out <laughs> in my dream? Because I, I, you know, I grew up reading his writing. He's like, you know, if 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 I have five music writers that I that really formed mm-hmm. my style, he's definitely in like the top three. You know what I mean? And he ain't three. Yeah. Yeah, you know. What I'm I was saying? gonna say the so, same thing. I was about to say the same thing. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It was it was bugged out. I think I, um, I literally might edit all of that out. But um, yeah, I think I only told Liz and maybe one other person. But yeah, like right before he passed, he showed up in my dream. Yeah, it, it's it's been a real rough year, man. Like so many legends and so many yeah. people passing. Um, and for you know. Uh, I don't want to say unfortunately, but like we're getting to an age where like, you know, people that we looked up to who were 20 or 30 years older than us when we were in our early formative years are older. You know what I mean? And we're also going through a fucking pandemic and, you know, it's a shame. Um, and, and unfortunately, this week has been so, so heavy uh, with just uh, over these last two weeks with just like so many, like just three uh, or even more than that. I think like it's just like big passings, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, um, this year, this year, this year is crazy. insane, man. This year is yeah. insane. Fucking biz died. The DMX which, passed. Yeah. Like I still have it. I, it's crazy because I I just was looking at a picture of DMX and was looking at a picture of Biz yesterday. Neither one of those have I like really reconciled with in my spirit. Dog, I thought about Biz the other day, and um, someone was talking. Oh, I was listening to uh uh um a podcast uh, for the guys who do Always Sunny and they were talking about um, when D and Dennis go on welfare episode and like they're sitting on the stoop and they're singing uh, um, Just a Friend from Bismarcky. Yeah, yeah. And I was sitting there thinking about it and then one of them said, yeah, RIP Bismarcky and I was just like, holy shit, that's right, he passed away this year. Because I remember, the crazy part was there was like a point where someone reported like he passed and then like it spread like wildfire and like people were like no he hasn't passed it like it, people had to come out mm-hmm. and say it and he, yeah. he passed like i think two weeks after that and it just was like wow man like somebody who was just like a giant personality and all that kind of stuff like larger than life like Bismarcky was larger than life and like my mom knows Bismarcky and yeah, you know everybody. yeah my kids know Bismarcky because he was on Yo Gabba Gabba and shit like that you know mm-hmm. what I mean um it's a it's it's wild it's really wild that like so many people have passed this year and um you know so many like just icons in this in this shit man and it's a shame, you know. I just want to send love to everybody, and like, listen, we've been going through a pandemic, so everybody's been going through craziness, and people are lo- people are losing family members regularly and shit like that. So, like, I I really just want to take the time out, two hundred episode end of the year, just to you know send love to everybody out there that's lost people this year. Um, yeah. Love to y'all families and love to. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, love to the souls of the people passing it and may the creator allow them, you know what I mean? To transition into the, to a better realm and like all that, man, like it, it you know, it's been a tough year and a left last tough last two years for real, for real. But like this past year has been really crazy and, and just want to send love to everybody out there. And, you know, uh, I hate to say thoughts and prayers because that's been such a, uh, such cliched thing now, but like yeah. definitely man, sending love and light to y'all. And, and that's for real. Yeah. This shit, um, off top, uh, rest in peace. Uh, my man, Oh, who passed recently, 
this this shit the collective like trauma mm-hmm. that we've like gone through with this whole shit people not only is there a pandemic i mean specifically in the u.s you know it's happening around the world but like americans have really had to reconcile with the fact that like okay it's a pandemic um we had a president in trump who was like trying to like low-key like mm-hmm. deny the shit and spread misinformation but then also when we get the better <coughs> candidate you know in quotes you know they want to send people out to work in school knowing this shit is deadly and not pay people you know not um expand health care it's yeah this this shit you know i i usually roll my eyes when people say you know like oh everything's different now everything's yeah. different after a certain event i don't know how this country on a social level a cultural level emotionally i don't know how this country really recovers from this shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean shit is definitely different and like like I said, you know, my man O passed. I know people who have lost their parents in this shit, their grandparents, aunties, cousins, you know, young and old people who have uh, passed away from this shit. Or I know people who, you know, know people who have passed away from this shit. It's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know how we dig our way out of this shit. Humans are resilient. Yes, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Uh, kind of by design, we're resilient. But yeah, I don't know how. I know I'm like fucked up off of this shit. I don't want to be around people. A motherfucker walked too close to me the other day. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah, it's it's um, it fucked up, fucked up ain't even the word nah, for this shit nah for real like my man I've passed like two weeks ago and mm, it was COVID related yeah. and um yeah. and, and it's hard man like you know I've known that dude for a long time you know I, I, I've coached his son since his son was eight years old his son is 21 now so yeah. I've known him for a long time man you know what I mean and you know it's hard and that dude was a good dude you know what I mean you know had adopted kids and shit like that too like he loved family and, and and cared about his family um and was there for his son all the time and there for his nephews and shit who would bring to the fucking uh to play for us and shit like that and you know good stand-up dude man and uh yeah. you know like you said i don't know i don't i don't i don't know how we move forward with everything but I hope, um, like you said, we're, we're resilient, and I hope, I hope good people are in place to help that resiliency move forward. That's all I'll say with that. You know what I mean? I hope there's yeah. good people in place to take care of this shit. Because right now, it ain't who we need. You know what I mean? Things aren't how going how we need it to go, and so we need like good people in place, man, for real. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so. On a little bit of a lighter note, um, since it's Christmas week um, and a little switch up of like doing what we normally do, I thought like maybe we should we could give like just a couple quick memories of Christmas, uh, like like two of our favorite gifts we ever got, something shit like that. Um, just a little light note, like of like, hey, you know what I mean? Have a little fun. This is our two hundred episode. Like, have a little fun before we go yeah. out. We talk about like new music for the week, um, but. Uh, I uh I so I, I I was thinking like yeah we just give a couple Christmas memories because when I was a kid like we we were not religious like you know what I mean I didn't grow up yeah, any yeah. type any type of religious um uh but you know Christmas was always a big deal for uh for my mom she always wanted to make Christmas the best thing in the world especially because we weren't you know we weren't by far rich at all mm-hmm. um so uh you know do you have any like specific Christmas memories? Oh yeah, absolutely. Christmas, um my mom is very much uh a person who loves to adorn and beautify spaces. Mm-hmm. Right. My mom is like very much, you know, in in 
Christmas and like holidays, you know, Halloween and shit. Mm-hmm. She was very much like a put up decorations kind of person. Um, so yeah, my mom was like all about that shit. So we grew up very much like big tree, you know, lots of gifts, fucking, uh, you know, hanging up the lights yeah. and all of that shit. Um, so we, yeah, we always had like real fun fly Christmases. I remember one, I was little and, uh, my brother can, uh, clarify if my memory, if he listening and my memory is, uh, inaccurate, but I remember one year my dad, he had a homie named Sweetie Pie. Mm-hmm. Sweetie Pie was like a known booster. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like she was like known as like as a as a booster for like if you needed shit, Sweetie Pie could get it. And I remember uh Essential got, to the community, I, yeah. A hundred percent. I think Sweetie Pie got me and my brother uh remote control cars one ah, year yeah, when I was yeah, real yeah. little. Holmes, if I'm wrong, correct me. Cause I might be mistaken. Like our parents might have just bought them shits, but I thought uh, Sweetie Pie got them. So it's yeah, it was like that was cool. And I remember one year I got uh, like the He Man Castle Gray Skull. I had both of them shits. I had the I had the Castle Gray Skull, but then I also had the purple the one, Skeletor John. That Skeletor that had the snake on it with like the. Ju- Mm-hmm. With the giant snake and shit. They had like the drawbridge. It'd be, it looked like a face, but it had like the drawbridge that would pop out the Castle Grayskull shit. So I remember that. It was, yeah, it was like, yeah, my parents always, I didn't believe in no Santa Claus shit. Like, I knew if we got a gift, Came from I knew peoples. like, yeah, one of my aunties got it or Sweetie Pie or my parents or whoever. Yeah. My parents didn't do like the whole, even when I was like a little, little boy, they didn't do like the whole, oh, Santa Claus brought you this. Nah, I knew my family got me this shit. Yeah, I I knew at like five there was no Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we lived in apartments my whole life. I didn't live in a house until I was in 12th grade. Um, so we lived in apartments my whole life. And like I was smart enough as a little kid to be like, how Santa Claus getting in the house? We ain't got no chimney or shit like that. My mom was like, That's "Oh, genius, I, I leave a, I leave the window crack for him." I was like, "No, you don't leave the window goddamn crack for him." Like you nah. yell at me because the heat's on and I got the windows. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way. And then we lived at at that point. I remember where we lived. We we lived in a um. So we had a fire the year before that in the apartment we was living mm. in, and so we had to move to another apartment. And like it was like ground floor apartment but so essentially underground you know what i mean yeah and i'm like so what santa claus like like he get killed crawling into people's windows and shit like that like there's no right. there's no there's no santa claus and she was just yeah. like all right whatever there's no santa claus right. <laughs> you won yeah i should have been on a debate team or something um right right uh but like i remember one year i, I think it was that year i wanted um Voltron mm, so bad and I yeah, think it yeah. was that year because I remember my mom saying directly like if this is, if you get this it's the only gift you get because it's really expensive it. Yeah. Uh, it was metal Voltron and I remember them jaws yeah, too it was like a bean I think and yeah. so it was not cheap man that's like for a single mother in you know like mid 80s late 80s i was gonna say the 80s yeah, yeah. that's a lot of money um yeah so she got it and obviously it wasn't my only gift but it was the only like big thing type thing right um, right that's how you get the main joint and you get like yeah a few little ones yeah um so i got that and i dog i had at least pieces of that Probably till I was like 12, 13 years old. Like I had like yeah. lion. I had a couple of the lions like still, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and like, you know, the paws weren't like the joints weren't good anymore. So the paws were just like always up and down type thing. But it was a uh, it was great. And then the other one. Um, so I was one of those kids that would go look for his presence. Like I would mm-hmm. search the crib for his presence. And I remember looking. And it wasn't the year Genesis, Sega Genesis came out because, like, 
We was poor and you wasn't getting it like the year it came out when it was his most it, expensive. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. needed that price yeah. drop. So it's probably a couple years after Genesis came out and you know, you start you're a kid and like some of your friends had that shit. And like I was getting mm-hmm. bused to school, so like I wasn't going to school in my direct neighborhood. So like some of the kids I knew had more money than I had. So like, you know, they had Genesis for like a year or two already and some shit. So I'm like yeah. really like trying to get my, you know. I'm playing fucking soup. I'm playing NES, like you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you know, I, I, my basketball game is double dribble and shit. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I, oh, I really want this. I really want this. And she's like, okay, we'll see. And I found it like hidden in the closet. Oh shit! And Yo. I was so hyped, <laughs> so 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 hyped. And I think it was Christmas Eve. We was out at like the mall, like buying some little stuff or something like that. And we was catching, we was waiting for the bus to come home. And she was like, what do you think you're getting for Christmas? And I'm like, playing coy as shit. Like, you know, I was yeah, like, yeah. you're talking like middle yeah. school at this point. I don't know. Yeah, I, was like, I don't know. Like, you know, we'll see. Blah, blah, blah. She was like, I, I just need to be honest with you. I'm sorry. I couldn't get you a Genesis. And like, blah, 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 blah. That's so good. And I'm like, oh, I was like, you know what, mom? It's okay. Like, you know what I mean? It's all good. I know you worked hard. Because in the back of my head, I'm like, uh-huh. you lying. I got that shit. I know where it is in the closet. I done pulled it out uh-huh. and looked all over it and then put it back in and properly laid the clothes all back over top of it so no one mm-hmm. would know. And. A part of me wondered if she knew. I knew. You know what I mean? Right. And wanted to see yes. if you would let on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like, yeah, I played that shit cool. And I got up that next morning. I got that in like two games or whatever. Or like, mm. I think I, you know, it came with like Sonic the Hedgehog. And I might have got like, you know, a football right. game or something with it. And I remember playing that shit for hour like getting up at like mm-hmm. you know i was one of those kids that was up at like 5 a.m type thing for christmas played it to your eyeballs yeah. hurt and shit and yeah. getting up and like just getting on that shit and playing it for hours and hours and hours yo like it was yeah. the best thing in the world and i don't like my daughter got a playstation 5 for her birthday this year in september and i know she loves it and i know she plays it a lot I don't think it's the same feeling, man, because like, yeah, I if it was me in that feeling, I'd have told everybody, all right, y'all got to go because I'm about to go Mm -hmm. in my room, hook this up and fucking play this for the next like 12 hours straight. I think it was when uh, Super Mario 3 came out. I remember I can't remember if I had it first or my man Brandon had it first. One of us got it. Mm-hmm. I think I had it, and he came over to crib to play it. Dog, we put in like an eight-hour shift on that joint. <laughs> like I remember that shit vividly. Like we were not, cause like you figure, you know, obviously there were video games before, yeah. you know, Nintendo. We grew up playing video games, but like it wasn't as like ubiquitous. As it would be, you know, for kids now, like that kind of like entertainment and media, that shit was like, dog. Remember, um, the Wizard. Yes, I was, I was just thinking it when you mentioned Super Mario Three. I was Super thinking Mario, about that. Dog, I remember when the trailer for that movie, The Wizard. For folks who don't remember, it was um, Fred Savage. A movie, yeah, Fred Savage, and I, I always forget Homegirl's name. Uh, uh, yeah, she's Jenny like redheaded. Lewis. I know who I know who you're talking about. Yeah. She's a singer now. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, Jenny. Uh, Jenny Lewis is her name, but um, they're like on some kind of like cross country adventure, and they're taking this prodigy kid to go play in this video game tournament. Had the power glove in that jaw. The glove, <laughs> yo! I remember when that trailer came out, and they had a scene in the trailer where they were at the big video game uh, contest and a tournament. And the host goes, Super Mario 3. And like the curtain thing came up. <laughs> Yo, I was a kid. I was like, ah! <laughs> I, was, I was freaking the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Like the level of excitement. And Genesis was the same thing. Because yeah. Genesis, if I'm not mistaken, folks, correct me. Uh, if I'm wrong, Genesis, Nintendo was like the 8-bit shit. Mm-hmm. And they made the jump to, I don't know if it was 12 or 16. 16 16 bit. I remember it 
on the console. It said like Sega Genesis 16 bit. Like I remember that shit, dog. That shit looked crazy to us. <laughs> yeah. Now you look at it and it looks like dog shit. <laughs> but back then, that shit was the greatest technological advancement ever when we was little kids. Dog, going from double dribble to like Bulls versus Lakers. Mm-hmm. Like Jordan doing the up and under <laughs> from uh-huh. you getting you getting like still frame images like loaded into it of you dunking a ball and double dribble like yeah 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 so much different dog so Tom so, so Chambers different. doing the double yes. pump and dunking on niggas come Fucking, on uh, Tim come Hardaway on. doing the UTEP two step uh huh come on. It's a different parallel. It's a different world, man. So so different. Like you can watch you see it now where you're like, oh, the PlayStation 5, you look at that graphics of Madden compared to like the PlayStation 2's graphics. And you're like, oh wow, like yeah, mm-hmm. it made a real huge upgrade and all that kind of stuff. But going from double dribble to Bulls versus Lakers and shit, like yeah. you're talking about whole different worlds, man. Whole Genesis. different worlds. The Genesis had niggas in the chokehold. Yeah. That shit. Yeah. We like I, that shit I don't know nobody for hours. I know SNES, the Super Nintendo was like big or whatever, but like I didn't know people with that. Everybody I knew had the Genesis. That was the next mm-hmm. move. Um, I had one homie, uh I think it was Brandon. He had uh both of them. He had the uh the Super Nintendo and the Genesis, but like I never had Super Nintendo. Yeah, me neither. I went from regular Nintendo right to Genesis. Yeah, I had Nintendo, Genesis, then I had um Damn, what was it at the Genesis? I guess PlayStation 1. Yeah, I, I had a PlayStation. Yeah. But by then, I like I bought that shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, me too. I think I bought that shit myself. Maybe somebody uh, bought it for me or gave it to me. But I, I feel like I bought that shit. Yeah. So, but that, like, that gift, that Christmas Day gift of getting that, like, that game system shit. Because, I, I, again, like, I got Nintendo years after it was already been out and, like, friends I knew right, had it right. and all that kind of thing. Um, I remember, though, I do remember when I got the, 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 uh, the play, the, um, not PlayStation, the damn, uh, Super, uh, the, the NES, the Nintendo, I got, my mom lost one of the games she had bought me for Christmas. And she just kept, she's oh, like, shit. I swear, there's a wrestling game in here somewhere. She couldn't find it. She probably had it yeah. hidden in a room somewhere and they couldn't find it. And it completely forgot until the next morning. And yeah. she, she eventually found it. But like, I didn't give a shit, man. Like, cause that shit, you know, like the original Nintendo came with, uh, um, Super Mario Brothers, Duck mm-hmm. Hunt. And Duck Hunt. there was a third game with that. <laughs> I forget what the third game was. But yeah, what? there was a third game. I just don't remember what it was. Uh, yeah. I think it was like an Olympics thing or some shit like that. I think. I don't remember. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It was the Olympics joint. And I remember because my man had the pad, the pad that you could use. Yep. Like the shit that was like a yoga mat yep. or like a wide yoga mat. And you could like run on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And niggas used to uh, get on their hands and knees and just hit the pad. Ads real fast yeah. to make the make the player run. Yeah, it was like I I I like I don't know if you can replicate that now. I I don't know, man. Maybe you can. Maybe like there's a kid out there getting PlayStation Five. When I got my uh, my youngest daughter got a cell phone for her for Christmas one year, she lost yeah. it, and like oh, so shit. I think like. I think like that's maybe more the equivalent now because games are like games are just kind of more they grow up with them as opposed to like us where it was just like oh like you might not get this and you're gonna if you get it it's years until you get it because you know we ain't got no bread so yeah to be buying it when it drop yeah yeah Christmas I, I like I, I'll say this man like I you know again I'm not religious now like you know what I mean Christmas doesn't hold a religious aspect to me at all um, and I respect people who do like you know all good that's your thing. Yeah. But now, like, it's more about my kids and making my kids happy. And I like to buy shit for people. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm way more into like getting, get, giving gifts than I am to getting them. Like, you know what I mean? I love being yeah. able to give people some something that they want and something that'll make them happy. And you know, uh, so I still, I still love the holiday. I love the lights. Like everything associated with it. Like in, in, uh. uh probably in the most capitalistic sense but like whatever i i do like that shit you know what i mean yeah um, i love the feeling of it yes exactly you know what i mean it reminds me 
of childhood. Um, yeah, and that may be it. I think it's the yeah. childhood memories associated with it. You know what I mean? I love when it snow. You know what I mean? In this whole this whole season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love all that shit. Yeah, it's a dope feeling. Really dope feeling. And, um, you know, so, uh, you know, we're going to do what we're listening to. But, like, you know, everybody out there who is celebrating, like, if you are, if you're not, cool respect that but if you are celebrating you know merry christmas you know what i mean yeah happy hanukkah hanukkah just passed a couple weeks ago so happy hanukkah um happy kwanzaa kwanzaa is coming up what next week right man don't get me to lie. <laughs> yeah. um so happy kwanzaa to people celebrating and like to anybody else yeah, yeah. you know peace be unto you and have a good you know a, a good enjoy the season enjoy you know time off if you're allowed time off or your kids is getting time off from school shit like that um, yeah, but I, I think we can go into like what we're listening to this week. Um, did you listen to anything new? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been rocking with uh, Shorty Nomas. Her album is called Here Goes Nothing. And for folks who don't know uh, Shorty Nomas, she's she's on the first Roots album, uh, Organics, and she's also all over De La Soul's Balloon Mind State. Mm-hmm. So she was like a De La affiliate. She's from Boston, but she grew up in Philly. And she linked up with uh, Rich Nichols and The Roots and then subsequently uh, linked up with De La. And she kind of um, was working on a solo record like around like 95 Mm -hmm. Or so with uh, the beat miners. So oh, the wow. beat miners were supposed to like produce her whole record, you know, coming off of this buzz that she built up working with Dela. Um, but the beat miners lost their deal. She kind of fell out of the music industry. Uh, so in the last few years, uh, the one single that she dropped uh, that she recorded back in '95 has started like gaining traction on YouTube. So right now that one single is at like 10 million views on YouTube. You feel me? So there's like, there's been crazy interest, you know, in her music. Uh, So she put out a brand new record and it's really fucking dope. You know what I mean? Like the beat miners uh, do beats on it. Uh, Jay zone, does some production on it. It's like real ill and it it has very much, you know, that like jazzy boom bap mm-hmm. kind of feel. And she's just like, you know, rocking the mic. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 ill to see someone who Balloon Mind State is like one of my favorite records ever. Is is definitely one of my favorite Daylight albums. And it's ill to see, like I, like I, for years I always wondered, like what happened to her. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like she was like, you know, she like made her debut on this this record that we all love, and you know, Daylight, you know, True Goy and Paz are like top tier yeah. MCs, and she was young and was right in there with them, getting busy on this record. And I always wondered, like, damn, like what happened to sis? You know what I mean? And yeah, this new record is ill. It seems like um, a lot of people are like interested in hearing this shit and excited about it. So yeah, and it's and it's a dope fucking record. I hope she, I don't know, she has plans to keep making them, you know, making more records. But yeah, it's it's ill to see somebody, you know, who's a veteran at this point, mm-hmm. finally get their shot to to make a record and and have it come out to the people and it be dope yeah i mean i'm definitely gonna check it out and i think it's kind of the perfect time for that right like yeah it's it's the perfect time for somebody to like make you know who can come out of like you can just kind of come out of nowhere at this point like you know and not saying she is because she has our history but like like you don't need the 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 label access to do these kind of things anymore. You yeah. know what I mean? You have to rely on the labels and shit. Yeah, like you know, you can make music tonight and put it up on all the streaming services and throw it on Bandcamp and all that kind of stuff. So your ability to be able to like just put music out um, is really dope. Um, and uh, that's awesome. I'm so glad that she's because I remember I remember her and I. 
I'm so glad that like something like that, which was like, I'm sure was like, she was putting her heart and soul into that first record. And then to kind of like have it kind of go up and smoke. Um, but to be able to come back again is so dope, man. And, and it's a, it's a great story. You know what I mean? Yeah. A great story. Yeah. It's dope to see, you know, a lot of YouTube is, has been uh, like that too, especially with, like that generation of hip hop artists who, you know, maybe put out like some underground mm -hmm. singles or maybe, you know, did something that was kind of like uh, underappreciated in its day. YouTube is like perfect for younger people finding that kind of stuff. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like I, I interviewed Shorty Nomas. Uh, I don't know if it was earlier. Uh, is is last week. It was last week. Um, and she was saying, like, yo, I have, like, people 17, 18 years old hitting me up, 20-year-olds, being like, hey, I found your songs, you know, uh, when are you putting out some new music? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's it's ill to see. It's, it's exactly as you said, you know, this is the perfect era for artists to find their audiences. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? You still got to deal with like Spotify paying people fucking slaves on the dollar or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know, people can still find an audience. Uh so this record, yeah, it's, it's here goes nothing. Uh Shorty No Mas, it's up on Bandcamp. Uh I think the pre-order, I don't know if it if it came out yet. Um, but the pre-order went up on Bandcamp, and they got vinyl, so you can buy vinyl too, Dope. and further support the artist. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that out. Definitely gonna check that yeah. out. Um, I checked out. Speaking of Nintendo, um, I checked out <laughs> uh, Super Tecmo Bowl by uh, Baldy James and uh, Alchemist. Yeah, and I don't know, man. Like Alchemist might have like just locked it with this record. Might have locked producer of the year like man <laughs> that shit you hear the shit uh he did it's uh earl and arm and hammer yeah i did hear that john i, I think uh alchemist produced that yeah. shit but yeah every everything he's touched this year yeah. has been crazy it's insane and and baldy is a beast on the mic and i mm -hmm. and i know there's like some pushback of the like, oh man, like all that stuff, like that sounds really similar. Like that whole wave of like emceeing of like, oh, it just sounds real familiar, real similar, blah, blah, blah. Or everybody's doing that style now type thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, cool. Everybody's shooting threes in the NBA too. But there's a whole different thing of watching like Dame and Steph and Clay and like, you know what I mean? It's a different thing to watching these dudes do that than watching, you know, shake milton shoot threes like you know what i mean yeah. like yeah everybody's doing it but there's a whole different but listening level. to you you listen to your man on soundcloud yeah i don't want to hear your man's on <laughs> yeah. soundcloud some of y'all man's is nice exactly you know, some of y'all other niggas like i don't hear these niggas like man you know styles like you know listen styles get popular and so like things will you know people will, uh do things that are, are, are popular but like there's just a different level to being a master craftsman at what you do. And Baldy is a master craftsman at this, man. Like, he's a beast on the mic. And this record is so, so solid. Only nine songs long. You know, that's like length of record is very important to me. Um, yeah. Yeah. And this joint is, is so solid, man. So, so, so solid. And, man, the beats are so good. Alchemist just, like, mm. really laid these beats, man. And... I think it's definitely something to check out. I wish it came out a little earlier in the year because uh, I think it would have made some people's like top 10 lists for the year. I think it's really that right, good. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so definitely check that out. Super Tecmo Bo. Um, and Shorty Nomas, here goes nothing. So I definitely check yeah. those records out. And uh, besides that, we can wrap. I uh, want to wish everybody... Uh, you guys won't hear this until the, you know you guys you'll hear this before then, but you won't hear uh, anything else before the new year. So, wishing everybody good holiday season and uh, and uh, happy new year. And um, yeah. you can check us out at uh, Serious Rap Shit on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you're John underscore Liberator on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Indy underscore SRS on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, you can get us at 
um, SeriousRapShit.com. We have all our merch up there, hoodies, T-shirts, beanies, jackets, mugs, whatever you want is there. Um, mm-hmm. You can hit us on Serious Rap Shit Vivo, all one word, put it in your YouTube search bar, Serious Rap Shit Vivo. We have over 60 videos up there. Over mm-hmm. 60 videos. So Crazy. there's a ton of stuff up there to check out. While we're, you know, taking a week hi- hiatus, you can check out a bunch of stuff. Um, throw it on in the background with family gatherings. Like, you know what I mean? There's, you know, <laughs> get some more people involved. Um, Grandma, who are these two guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> on YouTube? Um, <laughs> and uh, besides that, oh, uh, we have our Bodice Ice t-shirts and hoodies available on Instant Trapping Yoga. And uh, you'd be supporting a black woman's business if you did that. And part of the proceeds go toward helping migrant families with uh, legal issues. So, you know, um, illegal aid. So go grab something from there. Um, And besides that, we'll be back soon. Peace. Peace. Me and my friend take this fat shot to you.